El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Broadcasting live from the new Unpop Studio in downtown Los Angeles, California. It's a popular opinion with your host Adam Todd Brown and me, Brett Raider of of podcast fame. It's a podcast. You know the rules. You know what's going on. Joining us today, we call him Four Eyes around the office. We call him we call him something the clam. You don't know who it is yet. He wears all sorts of cool T-shirts. He has a laugh that could that launched a thousand ships. What's the one and only Alex Schmidt? Also joining us, he's the man with the plan, and he's got a bit of an attitude too. He he takes names, he kicks asses, and you, if you don't like it, get out. Just get out of here. He's got a couple tattoos as well. You know who it is? It's Tom Ryman. It's gonna be a good show. Just, just get, just get out, just get out of here. If you don't like it, just get right out. I think you should just get out of here yeah. if you guys don't like just, it. Just leave. This is the first time I've met new studio Brett, and it's a whole new yeah, Brett. Yeah. Brett. If you don't like it, just get, just, 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 just get out. Leave. Just leave. <laughs> you don't like how we do things here. Hey, we're in the new studio. It's yeah. so great. Yeah, it's almost done. It's done enough that we can record in it. I still have to put up some decorations. Yeah, a certain wolf. Flesh it out. Yeah, we have the we have one wolf. Maybe I, it's a lonely wolf. Maybe I, like an Iron Giant poster. Yeah. Oh yes, an Iron Giant poster would be nice. Yeah, I do have artwork. Yeah, Iron Giant that would look good right over the desk. Yeah, we're gonna Iron Giant this room. <laughs> this is exciting, Alex yeah. Schmidt. You're it's here. so great. I am. I can. This is like I can't touch three of the walls at once. It's really spacious. Yeah, yeah. We have so much lovely, more room, and we have control over it. And uh, oh, the podcasting we can do. Oh, the podcast. More, more airflow in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like it won't get as swampy. I feel like there's less chance we might somehow accidentally get locked in and just <laughs> die in this room. I don't have that same just fear. Locked in by the cleaning yeah. crew. Yeah. But I just feel that way in any building. Like, <laughs> oh, no. As soon as I walk into a new place, I immediately make a list of who I would eat and at what, in what order. Oh, yeah. When we inevitably get trapped. What's the order? Well, I can't tell you that. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. I would. yeah. He signaled to us the correct person. <laughs> it's because I have the right ratio of muscle and fat, and I'm not too lean. That's true. You're a good cut yeah. of meat. So, so, solid, solid cut of meat. You are a good <laughs> cut of meat. I'm also just saying, like, not to be rude to anyone, but if, like, you put me, Alex, and Adam in a row... It's like a Goldilocks thing, like one too big, <laughs> one too little. <laughs> Breddy is just right. Breddy. And that's the one you eat. Yeah. We're yeah, calling that's you. Fine. That's the one you eat. We're calling you Breddy from now on. That's all right. Hey, Brett. Yeah. Hit it. You know, the hardest part of this show for me is the first few minutes because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life. Holy shit, my headphones are loud. When all I really want to talk about is what I've been up to since last week. That's why we call the segment This Week and Me. It's about to get intense. Man, bragging about his loud headphones, huh? Yeah. Jeez. Just sitting there like, oh, my cool headphones. Yeah. That's so, it's, oh, I can hear everything. 
Oh, you have beats? That's all right. I have these. Yeah. Yeah. I have the band strapped to my head. <laughs> no beats headphones in here. Yeah. Because Dr. Dre beats women. Oh. Whoa, social commentary mm. hour. Is this a deliberate stance you're taking, or is it just like they were kind of out of the price range? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I tell myself to <laughs> feel better about not being able to afford him. Right. As well, he beats women anyway. Yeah, he does. Well, and I'm not. But I'm saying we could be wearing sweet beats headphones. Oh, I yeah. shouldn't have even brought it up. I this yeah. was foolish. Well, me. I mean, now that we're talking about it, <laughs> like, why don't we just spend the whole podcast? Tearing apart what headphones we're wearing. Yeah. <laughs> These are better headphones than the one in the Santa Monica office. Yeah. They're, they're very You're comfortable. You're welcome. You're welcome. These are very good headphones. Yeah, Brett picked everything out. Mm-hmm. He sent me a shopping list. And I went Check on Amazon. Twice. And now the uh, people in the lobby of my building hate me because I got 45 mm. different shipments in the span of about three days. Uh, several of them were big tables like this, that desk, and... They checked all of that shit in for me. You want to get that rivalry started early, though. You yeah, wanna, yeah. You yeah. want to draw some bad lines with yeah. the people in your building. Yeah, absolutely. As soon as you can. You want to really make them start taking a shit in front of your apartment. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be one of those assholes who gets along with security. No. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. no. You're a you rebel, man. You can't be nice to the help. Yeah. <laughs> we cannot call them the help. <laughs> <laughs> Just, we can't call them the help. <laughs> No, the security people here are great. They didn't carry yeah, any of this shit fine. up for me. But yeah. well, uh, I mean, they called Adam till they made sure they Alex they made the sure building. it was secure. Yeah, yeah, they did. They called to uh, tell me Alex was here. That was nice. So my column this week is about underrated movie franchises. Oh yeah, how yeah. exciting! I was gonna write a column about this a while ago, and then I didn't ever get around to it, and now I am, and so now we're talking about it on the podcast. Yeah. Aren't we a bunch of cool guys? It's been simmering and simmering, mm-hmm. and now yeah. here it comes. Yeah. I can't hold it back anymore. <laughs> I got to let this out of me, guys. I got to tell you how much I like the Neighbors franchise. <laughs> I don't know what's funny. <laughs> Besides the Neighbors, the neighbors franchise. franchise. For, far too, super for far too long, people I saw, have not known my stance on the Neighbors <laughs> franchise. I saw the first one, and I liked it, but I did not see the second one. So The second one is really interesting. It looked funny. Well, the first one's really funny. It's yeah. got great reviews. It did really well at the box office. But the second one kind of tanked. Yeah. But it's a really interesting kind of premise. For one thing, it starts off with, uh, and I Googled this, it's true, with this really crazy revelation that within the Greek system, sororities aren't allowed to throw parties. Only fraternities are allowed to throw parties. So if they, can't throw, they can't throw parties... Parties. Period, or they can't throw parties where they invite fraternities? I believe they just can't throw parties. Weird. If they want a party, they have to go to a frat house. It's like vampire And what rules. better they place be to invited. hit a party if you're a young woman than a frat house? Right, yes. <laughs> a, a fucking barn full of sexual I wanna, predators. Yeah, I yeah. want to go to the, the shadowy table of, of old white men in the 1930s who came up with that rule. <laughs> yeah, it's so... And the, so the girls like, can't coat. Yeah. They can't party they, unless they can only come to our parties. Our parties will yeah. drink rye whiskey. I also want to go. I also want to go tell an ancient Greek that they were blamed for this. They be, this isn't my fault. <laughs> what? I wouldn't do that. I'm chill, man. What? Come on. 
<laughs> it's me yeah. in ancient Greek. Yeah, you're, it's not. Yeah, words. the the whole movie, like it, it starts with that. Like they kind of reveal that in the scene, and then there's like five different times where someone else finds it out, and they're like, "What? That doesn't make any sense." But it's true. You cannot throw parties if you're a sorority. Weird. Yeah. So the premise of this is these girls decide to form their own sorority outside the system so they can party. Oh. And uh-oh, they move in next to Seth Rogen again, just like the fraternity did. Is that mm. house cursed? The house they keep moving into? Yeah, it's pretty much cursed. And uh, they're trying to sell it. They have sold it, but they're in escrow. So there's like 30 days where people can just show up and be like, hey, bunch of uh, sorority women next door party and we don't want to live here. And guess what? That's exactly what happens. And they have to overcome it, guys. Mm. Uh, I know you didn't see that coming. Mm. Uh, uh, Zach Efron's in it. I don't know if I need to tell you anything else. I mean, he's what's the neighbor's franchise without Zach Efron? What's any yeah. franchise without Zach Efron? That's the house that Zach built. Yeah. yeah. And he's listen, he's Zach, good. He's Zach Efron and Dave Franco are adorable in the first neighbors movie. They are a delight on screen. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> they are a treasure. They won uh, the MTV Movie Award for Best On-Screen Duo. So oh, sounds about right. What? You so know, uh, this is a critically acclaimed film we're talking about. Something, I, I'm just going to go on a, a quick tangent about the, uh, the, the history of the Best On-Screen Duo Award. Pulling it up right now, actually. <laughs> it's, an, it's, a, it's an MTV Award. And uh, Beavis and Butthead were eligible for that award one year because of the movie Beavis and Butthead sure, to sure. America came out. They did not win. That's oh. bullshit. They didn't win an MTV award about best on-screen duo. <laughs> Who won that year? Yeah. I think it was Sean Connery and Nicolas Cage from The Rock. It'd be funny if it was like <laughs> yes. Morgan Freeman and Which Tim is Robinson. a more deserving, it's a more deserving, you and know, I mean, if you're going to lose. The Rock is an excellent man. Yeah, if you're going to lose to a duo, yeah, that's you a pretty lose to the Rock. solid duo to lose to. Yeah, yes. it would have been funny if it was like Shawshank Redemption they lost to. Yeah, Morgan, Morgan Freeman and, and Tim, Tim Robbins. Robbins. Yeah. I Hold mean, are, are just any pair of characters eligible for this award? Yes. Like, well, hold on here. Oh, Alex, can you describe to me the definition of a duo? Uh, two people. Okay. the The winner in 2012 is Daniel Radcliffe, Rupert Grint, Emma Watson, and <laughs> Tom Felton. <laughs> well, I mean, if you divide it, <laughs> well, it looks like that year was duo like best, of two people, best each? on screen right. team because it looks like they're all teams oh, yeah. that year. But still, but still. Yeah, wow. that's some bullshit. Maybe uh, they rewrote the rules completely yeah, just so they could get four wizards in maybe there. Maybe they used yeah. magic to change the rules. Anyone think of that? <laughs> it's Harry Potter. Uh, Zach Efron also, not to just keep piling on the accolades, he also won Best Shirtless Performance at the mm. uh, MTV Movie Awards for Neighbors. So He's uh, grabbing all those brass rings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he actually, in the second movie, it's kind of interesting. They make him that token hot character like they have been doing to women in frat comedies forever like there would be a frat house and then there's just the one hot chick who's like hey i'm cool i can live here with a bunch of guys shannon elizabeth and, was was that for like yeah. four years yeah and uh hmm. in neighbors Two, zach efron is that he shows up to help this sorority cement their party history or something <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they like whenever they introduce themselves, they're like, "Oh, and the hot guy." So very, very objectified. Really flipped, flipped the genre on its head. Yeah. They really objectify the shit out of Zac Efron in that movie, and I love it. I love it. 
I mean, I didn't, I didn't, ex- I haven't seen this movie. I didn't expect tremendous complexity out of it. But between that and the escrow thing and the Greek system thing, this is like, this is a lot of canon. This is a yes. lot. Yes. Of, yeah. they're, really, they're really fleshing out yeah. this universe. It's really yeah. you could really do a lot with it. And what's crazy is if you read the reviews of it, you can tell there are some people who reviewed this movie without watching it, because oh. at, at least three reviews are like, it's just the same premise as last time. No, it's not. It's like almost the exact opposite. Like it's completely different. Yeah, but it, it it just tanked. You think they'll go neighbors three? What would it be? What would they do? I don't know. I hope probably haunted, like a haunted, <laughs> haunted a house. group of yeah. ghosts move yeah. in next door. Yeah, it'll be yeah, it'll be Beetlejuice basically. Yeah. <laughs> Casper, <laughs> old folks home. Yeah, yeah. I don't oh. know if they, I don't know if they would do bad grandpa neighbors three. They could they could put like a high school next door. Which fuck that, <laughs> gross. <laughs> Wouldn't want that podcast studio, podcast studio. You should be next so door. lucky <laughs> to have a bitchin' podcast studio next door. My neighbors probably love this. They don't know shit about this. No. <laughs> We're speaking yeah. at a reasonable Keep volume. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a very quiet building. All of so. all of all of the sound is being uh, channeled to our headsets. <laughs> Keep it down in there. <laughs> Seth Rogen's trying to sleep, but there's so <laughs> many bits next door. Bit after bit. I can't sleep with all the bits they're doing. <laughs> Another square space ahead. Oh. <laughs> Just keep we going. It's ads. amazing. We don't have ads on the unpopular opinion. No. Nope. No ads. Except yeah. for onlinestopwatch.com. Online That's online-stopwatch.com. <laughs> for all your stopwatch timekeeping needs. Trust online stopwatch. Yeah. Really Unless you're not by a computer or whatever, then yeah. you need to stop. Yeah, then just shit. like pull up your phone. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's really, actually just pull up your phone anyway. Like, yeah. Don't do any of it's that. It's really just the one need. <laughs> yeah. For if all your here. stopwatch needs. It's really just has one function yeah. that it serves. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, completely useless. So yeah, neighbors. Everyone go yeah. see neighbors. In a fire, stopwatch does you no good. Are you gonna see neighbors? Yeah, I, I actually I haven't seen either of them. Uh, and I mean, the first one's really fun. They I think seem it's on pretty Netflix, good. Right? Yeah, I think I just didn't get around to it. Yeah, honestly, Gerard Carmichael's in it. He's really funny in it. Oh, awesome. Uh, oh, is uh, is Hannibal Burris in that one? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. He plays a cop. I should definitely see it. Yeah, he plays a cop, and then in the second one, uh, Gerard Carmichael is now a cop also. Nice. And Hannibal Burris is in that one too. Good stuff. Yeah. What should we talk about next? I don't know. Riddick. <laughs> Oh, Riddick. We'll talk about that Riddick. Riddick. Riddick Does franchise? everyone agree with me that Riddick is a strong? Yeah, it's a good franchise. Yeah, it's funny. My wife loves the Riddick movies, <laughs> all of them. Oh yeah, yeah. She also likes Sucker Punch. We talk. Yes, about she this does. All the time. Yeah, she does like Sucker it's, Punch. Uh, me, her, and about four other people. Right. That <laughs> like Sucker Punch. Which, if you if you're counting, isn't even the full cast. Of Zach Sucker Punch. Yeah, Zach Snyder isn't even a big fan. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he defends his work. But, but I like the I like the Riddick movies. Yeah, Pitch Black especially was I thought really yeah Pitch Black really is fine. good. Chronicles yeah. of Riddick's kind of weird. Yeah, it drags a lot. Yeah, but I thought uh, Riddick the third movie was really good. And all anyone ever talks about when they bring up Vin Diesel is his stupid car movies, The Fast and the Furious. I believe they're called. <laughs> yeah, the car movies are what allow him to do Riddick movies. That was yeah. part, part of his negotiation for doing more Fast and the Furious was that he would get the rights for Riddick. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, because Universal released Chronicles of Riddick. Oh, wow. So they basically control the franchise, but they also do Fast and Furious, so he's like... What if Paul Walker owned it and he had him killed? 
to get the rights to Riddick. <laughs> Let's start that conspiracy theory right now. Well, also, the, the way I heard the story is he didn't, it wasn't like you can have the rights to Riddick if you sign on for like four more of these. It was like you can have the rights to Riddick if you do a cameo at the end of Tokyo Drift. <laughs> like just the very last shot of Tokyo Drift. He's in a car next to the main character of Tokyo Drift. And it's did like, he just oh, like, he's back. And that's it. He got all the rights to it. Just did he that. just find the rights to Riddick like laying unused at an antique store? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it, it was like, I'll give you 20 bucks for the. No, that's too much. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. like how, how we be, purchased. Uh, be in Tokyo Drift. <laughs> yeah, he found it. <laughs> like, no, let me give you 20. <laughs> he bucks. found it in a pawn shop next to Fantastic Four. <laughs> it, w- it was like how we purchased Manhattan, the island of Manhattan, for <laughs> four, four blankets and, and two dollars. <laughs> is that did that happen? Was the for, island of Manhattan the story was purchased is for like from, beads or something? Yeah, it was purchased from the Native American whatever tribe was there for a, a shockingly small amount. Yeah, considering what building. the prices are for a, an apartment right now. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> Brett's wearing a spinning bow tie for the uh, <laughs> listeners at home. So much nonsense happening. Yeah. Okay. There's also with Riddick, I hear there's an awesome video game for it. I haven't played oh, yeah, it, but the, it's the, called the, like the, Escape from Butcher Bay. Yeah. And the, it's supposed to be great. And it's pretty good. Yeah. It was an Xbox game, the original Xbox, and then they did like a remaster of it for more recent systems. It's really good. It's weird that there was so much time between Riddick movies because Pitch Black came out like... 99 or 2000, yeah, I think. And then, and then Chronicles two, of Riddick yeah, was like 2004. Four. 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 Okay. And then Riddick came out... 13. Like a week ago. Yeah. Like there was yeah. like 10 years between... Well, I, th- I think it was because, you know, Pitch Black came out and he wasn't even supposed to be the main character in it. Like in the original version of the movie, he gets killed at the end instead of Rada Mitchell's character. Oh, really? Yeah. But they changed that, I think, either during filming or something. But um, they obviously changed that. And um, then he became a big star after Fast and the Furious came out, which was his next movie, I believe. Oh, I Fast and Furious was like 2001. So I guess he just got to... Oh, then he did Triple X after that as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, like yeah. He went, he, yeah went from, he, he went from Fast and Furious to Triple X. It was like, oh, he's a spankable star. And that he's at the point of like, what project do you want to do? He's like, I want to do more Riddick. So they made this big, you know, The Chronicles of Riddick was a big movie. It was like $150 million movie. Yeah. And it bombed. Bombed hard. So that's why the rights to Riddick became radioactive. And we're like buried in a field somewhere. <laughs> and they just gave it to him for a song. That's um, crazy. So I guess it just took him a long time to get the financing together for a Riddick movie. Oh. Because the Chronicles of Riddick was such an infamous bomb. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. So, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I could be... This and he was busy lip syncing Beyonce songs on his Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen his Facebook page? It's amazing. It's adorable. I've it's seen just, the memes and stuff. Like, yeah. It's just him just being... He murdered. He's got a lot of fans on Facebook. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, still very active on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. He's just he's killing it. That justifies its existence to me. Yeah, we just yeah. just maximum bin so. on one his, website. His value as a person is is confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah. Also, when you were saying Chronicles of Riddick, for some reason my brain turned it into Chronicles of Narnia. Even though that's a, not a good title, they shouldn't have done that title. Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah. No, probably they should have just called it Riddick, like the I, other one. I haven't seen any of these movies, and I was surprised to find out that Chronicles of Riddick was a sequel to Pitch Black. Like, I remember seeing the ads for Pitch Black. I was like, oh, this is a interesting little kind of horror movie. People are being tra- are being chased by these monsters who only come out at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Chronicles of Riddick comes out, or the trailer does, and it's like, 
Judy Dench is there. There's yeah. like kings and queens <laughs> and aliens. And I'm like, oh, this looks like a stupid movie. And then people are like, no, man, it's a sequel to Pitch Black. And I, I don't know. I just I was I was surprised that they were in the same universe. Yeah, right. it's a sequel in name. Yeah, it's like it's right. like really being into Jaws and then figuring out that like Blade Runner is a sequel to it. Yeah, that's what it looked like. <laughs> like what? Yeah, you're right. Judy right. Dench was in the second one. She super was. I did not expect that. No, because I forgot about it, and then I watched these again recently just to uh, brush up for the column. And yeah, she's an elemental. Obviously. Wait, you know. she's an elemental. Yeah. She's what? She's an elemental. She's made of elements. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, wind, I believe. Yeah, she turns into like air. <laughs> yeah. It's part of this whole... This, this is funny to listen, you, Alex? There's a, this universe is a rich tapestry. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's one of but many corners of this universe. Is she like a wind monster? Like what would it's like like is Maggie Smith made of rocks too? And then like, like what would this be? This is stupid. She's a person most of the time. And then she can like kind of be a wind person. Why are you is being, that true? Why are you like being weird dude? about this, Alex? <laughs> it's it's absolutely true. Yeah. She they're elementals and uh what's the army called? Uh the necromongers. necromongers. <laughs> Led by Carl Urban. Carl Urban. Chief Necromonger. Yeah. Great act. Well, it's, it's actually like by Colm Fiore, but then Carl Urban takes over at the end. Yeah. Yeah, the, that, that was my God. least favorite thing about Chronicles of Riddick was like the helmets they wore just all looked really corny. Here's a little piece of uh, Chronicles of Riddick trivia for you. Um, <laughs> Carl Urban agrees with you about those helmets, so he purposefully did his hair in such a way that would not allow him to wear the helmet. Oh, nice. So that's why you can Wait. just... Yeah, he also didn't want his face covered up because he was a relative unknown at the time. He was like, I don't oh, want to yeah. be in this big movie and have nobody see Yeah, he did face. have crazy-ass hair. In yeah, he does. I mean, even uh, though he'd been in Lord of the Rings at that point, it's like you don't... Yeah. I mean, he's wearing on. a helmet no. the Lord of the Rings. How do you do your hair so it prevents helmeting? He, like, shaved the sides and, like, the, it's like his hair is crazy. I don't, I don't know. know. There you go. Yeah. And <laughs> someone must have did looked at like, it and been like, whoa, we can't cover that was with like, a helmet. That looks yeah. amazing. It's like, it was, like, too tall for it or something. I don't. Uh, did he reinforce <laughs> it with steel? Like, what did yeah. he do? It's all. It's just as he's wearing. Yes. He's wearing a steel brush on his head that he spray painted black. Uh, no helmet head for him. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you could tell me anything about this movie, and I would be. I would understand it to be true. Like, I would be shocked, but I would be yeah. like, "Yeah, it must be. That makes sense." <laughs> sure. So I, you must be excited to watch it. Then, <laughs> yeah, I can really tell you're super into this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I mean it's like fine. Yeah, I thought they were ex- like I like them better than the Fast and the Furious movies, and that's what butters Vin Diesel's bread. Yeah, absolutely. I guess. Yeah. Well, and and even this is his artistic <laughs> work. Yeah, that and like the Last Witch Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> well, even I remember seeing trailers for Pitch Black when it was on the way out, and just Vin's character clearly being way cooler than the rest of the movie. Yeah, it was like a couple oh, scared yeah. humans, and then like an invincible knife guy who can see in the dark. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh no, that guy! Just yeah. do that." Yeah. Well, all right. the yeah, all these movies are is just him like throwing cool lines around, like someone will threaten him, and he's like, "Yeah, radical." Yeah, he yeah. just like it's like watching a like a black exploitation movie from the seventies where Dolomite's yeah. just like saying all the coolest shit yeah i don't be like that guy right you can't you're not vin diesel you don't have the cargo shorts or the facebook following for it certainly don't you don't have that you don't have that rich iron giant baritone either yeah iron giant see vin yeah yeah we got to get an iron giant poster and groot and groot yeah that's right groot groot Groot. shout out to groot 
Yeah, so everyone uh, go see the Riddick movies. What should we talk about next? The Purge. Yeah, no, we've never discussed this on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, I've never so talked about talk the about Purge before. <laughs> so the Purge <laughs> is. I'm on board with the Purge. The Purge is one of my favorite franchises. I think every Purge trailer is like the best thing on YouTube that year. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're amazing. Yeah, it's the, like an entire work of science fiction in two and a half minutes of trailer. Not science fiction, like dystopian fiction. But yeah, yeah. What's yeah? What's crazy about those trailers is uh, if you've ever watched a trailer for The Purge, everyone you see in that trailer dies. Like, uh, like they don't even bother. Like I guess much. the first one, Ethan Hawke is in the trailer, but now they've um, taken to like showing the craziest characters. Oh yeah! Oh oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> yeah. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. No spoilers. Your theory holds true. <laughs> yeah. 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 I guess you're right. So yeah, everyone you see in the Purge trailers dies. Yeah. Because like what they've taken to doing lately is you just see like the craziest characters from the people who go out purging. Yeah. And they're in these like elaborate costumes. And you know, those pieces of shit are getting murdered immediately. Of course. Yeah. Those would be the first people to get killed. Yeah. That's who I would kill first. I like that there's kind of different things you can do with that idea. Like the first one, and honestly, I wish it would have stuck with this rather than turning into a home invasion movie. But the first one starts out more like a Hitchcock Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. Where it's like everyone in the neighborhood as it's drawing closer to purge time is kind of acting like weird and like suspicious. Yeah. And like she, the, the one neighbor gives them like this cake or like this pie or something. Yeah. And it's yeah. like this weird scene where it's like, here, here's a purge day pie. And you're like, happy purge day (laughs) and then the second one is more like kind of like an action movie yeah the second one well i i I like them both but i always thought they should have been reversed i thought the second one should have been first because that i feel like it would have done better like that was what people wanted to see from that premise was all the chaos happening outside Rather, it is weird that they started with the microcosm yeah. rather than like the... And then you could like make it a smaller thing from there. Yeah. I have a question. Is it all crime or just violent crime? All crime. All crime, baby. Like well, internet I, crime, I, Here's a good crime. idea. Purge 4. Yeah. Is, <laughs> is cyber bullying? Is cyber, is cyber crime covered in the Purge movies at all? Yeah. yeah. I'm assuming you could embezzle a trillion dollars yeah, like, yeah. and it then just be, cool be fine. to see like a Mr. Robot episode within the, the purge, purge where people are like, oh, I'm going to hack and steal as much money. I'm going to steal like a billion dollars from I would just, this bank or whatever. I would just upload Prince videos to YouTube for 12 solid hours. <laughs> just sitting there. I'm unstoppable. Yeah. <laughs> this is not illegal. All crime. All crime is legal. Uh, <laughs> you can't do nothing. Web sheriff. God, Prince yeah. was good at that. He was. He was really good at getting his shit taken off the We internet. have to bleep out Raspberry Beret. <laughs> Probably. Sorry. Yeah. I think a good idea would just be to have like one group of people who are just being like, okay, let's go like rob this bank or whatever. And they run afoul of some like freaking Kevin Spacey from Seven character who's yeah. just like having just uh, just having a whale of a time. <laughs> yeah, kind of what they did with the second Cloverfield movie could almost mm. be more right where he was almost like, work better in the Purge yeah, universe. Yeah, at least then once she gets outside, what's happening is believable. Right, and just the fact that he was incidentally like a crazy murderer. Yeah, is <laughs> so convenient. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, The Purge. Has everyone seen? Have you seen all the Purge movies, Alex? I've seen the first one. What's your problem? 
I'm really, yeah. I need to get to the movies more. Are you not patriotic? I'm like you diving into TV. Because they saved America. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> they, they did. Uh, they did. The new founding fathers. I have not saved. seen the most recent one. Uh, it's it's one. pretty pretty fucking great. Solid. I think it's actually the best of the three. I feel like they're getting better. That's I would I believe like that. About yeah. the purge. I feel like it was one of those things where they didn't realize how good the idea was. Yeah, like at yeah. first. Because it sounds like a stupid idea, and now you're like, oh, but it's also happening in the Philippines right now. Yeah, like the more you so think about it. So I guess it's not it. that <laughs> crazy. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is a real thing that's happening yeah. <laughs> to real people. Because that's, that's kind of what I've done a lot of research into the Purge uh, backstory, of course. Not to, to the, the Purge universe. Yeah, not to brag. But what the Purge started as was a means to control the homeless population. They were just like, hey, mm. for a night, go out and kill homeless people. Stab a couple of bums. And... uh it it really uh, boosted the economy, so they kept doing it. But eventually, there weren't enough homeless people, so they were just like, kill people. And then they uh, had to start sending the government out to kill more people to make it worth it. Great universe. It's the universe I want to live in. I think we could all agree. <laughs> yeah. The purge. Yeah. Big government. Tell my, you what. <laughs> my least, most and least favorite thing about the purge movies is every movie, the purge happens at the same time, Every year starts at the same time of day. In every movie, there's someone who's like, "Oh, it's only half an hour till the purge. I better get home." Like you wouldn't be <laughs> that would be meticulously yeah. keeping track of time. That would be at the front of your mind for months before yeah. it happened. Yeah, like, you don't just get caught up in a conversation and not make it yeah. back home. It's understandable if you're like, "Oh, Groundhog Day. Oh, yeah. What did the go go for do? Oh, who cares? It doesn't matter." But Purge Day, yeah, I feel like I would be paying attention to that right. one. You'd be watching right. the, the yeah. clock pretty pretty hard. And um Yeah, it's like going to the airport. I'd really be <laughs> yeah. on top of it. I'd yeah. probably be I'd probably be locked in about twelve hours before. <laughs> right? Like at least. <laughs> well, well, I would definitely be inside because one interesting thing to note about the purge is it coincides with March Madness. Oh. <laughs> it's the same really? weekend that March Madness that starts. Up. So, well, it, that it could, starts. That could really uh, affect the brackets. Yeah, it starts March 21st every year, mm. which, yeah. That my birthday is March 20th, and March Madness is always right after. Wait, so, it starts March 21st? Yeah, the that's, purge. That's my birthday. Oh, my God, oh, wow. let's that's purge. My actual birthday. purge. Let's purge this year for the purge. <laughs> let's, murder, let's murder a college basketball team on Alex's birthday. <laughs> in, a, in a wild upset. Duke was murdered by. <laughs> Duke was beaten to death with by pipes. Appalachian State. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to watch Old that? Appalachian. Oh, March Madness would be so much more exciting. Right. I didn't realize if it's even on just birthday. one game fell in the purge window. <laughs> <laughs> like the play-in game is the purge game. <laughs> The two shittiest teams to see who gets beat by the right. top seed playing the purge game. I feel like we just fixed the NCAA tournament. If you're the ref, you call in sick, right? You don't show. No, yeah. You stay yeah. home. Also, everything's legal, so you can not go to your job. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's allowed. You have he's, to wait uh, till the purge begins to call out, though. Is <laughs> food delivery still happening during the purge? Like, are you locked in your house, but you're like, well, I'm, gonna, I'm still going to... I don't gonna... think so, because all services are... Yeah. Emergency the, services. That's true, emergency services. That's stuff provided by the state. Domino's still wants to make its buck. And <laughs> but they're like, still, they still don't mind if they're paying some guy seven twenty five an hour to deliver papers. He's right. Gonna, but if, you know, if how much of an asshole would you have to be to order a pizza during the <laughs> well, purge? Well, like if, if you're if you're that guy making seven twenty five, like it's the purge. You don't have to go to work. 
and like, are you gonna go? Well, I mean, that's not a law it, though. Because like, it's yeah, like it, federal government's not. Somebody calls it for a. Somebody calls for a, a pizza during the purge. It's like a seventy percent chance that that's a trap to oh, murder you, true. right? Like, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, there would be that. Definitely. Let's just have a victim sent to us. Oh, minimum, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the person and the pizza. The person's going to get, get a pizza, yeah, <laughs> and all his money. The person's going to get yeah. murdered delivering it, and that's going to go in your Yelp review. I mean, you're not, you're yeah. going to want to be honest, like they said they delivered during the purge, yep. but never, never got my pizza. Up. The delivery man got shot to death on her front yard. Oh, you'd be such all a right. piece of shit. These are the. Here's your 15% tip. Thank you. (laughs) Enjoy heading back out into the purge. Right. That would be great, though. And hey, deliver during the purge. Be safe out there. (laughs) That would be, yeah, your pizza shows up and he's still turning around shooting at people from your porch. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Take this pizza. It's like delivering mail in the Wild West. (laughs) Just ride through. Oh, I want the purge to happen so bad. I wish we could just have like a theme park. That was just like Purge Town, and you just you know show up and everyone and kill you can, strangers. You can just fake murder I like, people. I feel like that's the premise of Westworld. Oh, I haven't seen that out. yet. Yeah, it's, it's not out yet, it's, but it just seems like that's what it's gonna be. Yeah, it's a theme. It's like a theme park where it's like a, a Western town where you can go and yeah. everyone's a robot and you can go and like start fights and sleep with hookers and it's um it's like Chuck E. Cheese drink well, sarsaparilla. It's a yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's a Michael Crichton movie. And he took he actually took a lot of that uh, and put it into Jurassic Park when he wrote Jurassic Park. But um, so yeah, it's amusement park yeah. that breaks down. I'm thinking yeah, and I'm thinking of the show. It seems like they're really gonna make it a thing where like oh people just go there and do a bunch of horrible things. Yeah yeah. It. Well, and then like, there's like the the then the trailer. There's like this ambiguity about like is uh, is it, I don't they like they can't tell who's like real and who's like a robot that's part of the the tour. Yeah. So you could potentially be killing. Or violencing other uh, other amusement park attendees. Violencing. Violencing. I like that. It's a nice blanket term. Which uh, franchises do you? Alex, you mentioned The Expendables. Yeah, those movies rule. They are not given enough credit. Yeah, I actually think they're pretty good too. Because they're they're super super fun, and they're also ironically fun without either really stepping on each other. I feel like, which is hard to do. My big bummer about The Expendables is. One, they're not filmed or choreographed particularly well, which is strange because Stallone has such a career in action. You figure he would hire just like the greatest stunt people. But like, for example, the fight scene at the end of The Expendables 2 between Jason Statham and Dude, who gets thrown into a propeller, is not filmed particularly well. Like you can't really like you. it's it's hard to kind of see what's happening. And then, yeah. I chalk that in most cases. I chalk that up to the actors being very old. I think Statham. Yeah, I, don't, sure. I don't know why he's, they should have done he's that. Creeping better. up there, but yeah, yeah, like yeah, that that's true. That's true. Because yeah. also these movies are like secretly a Jason Statham showcase. There's because you see this poster with oh look at this huge cast, but when you watch the first one, it's really just Stallone and Statham being buddies, and yeah. then other people show up. Some of yeah. them, yeah, and that's yeah. it. How many Expendables movies are there? Three, three, three. Oh, yeah. I think I've only seen trilogy two. Yeah. Three yeah. really wrapped things up. Well, it's also, it's the way they like eased Schwarzenegger back into being in movies. And he hasn't been in anything amazing, I feel like, since he's come back. Is Mel Gibson in one of them? Mel Gibson is the bad guy in part three. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Mel Gibson has that movie coming out. Uh, Bloodfather, some- right? No, something Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw oh, yeah. Ridge. And I watched the trailer for it, and it said, uh, from the Academy Award winning director of Braveheart. That's it's what like, you do. You bury the shit <laughs> out of it. Like, 
just say Mel Gibson. Right. We do, know. Do not say Mel Gibson. <laughs> For the I wish Academy no, Award no. winning I think, director. I think. Who told a CHP officer. <laughs> yeah. Call her sugar tits. Uh, <laughs> I, think, I, I seriously think there's like, you can chart the drop in like attendance just by mentioning his name. Yeah. yeah. I saw in the. Um, in, in Best Buy, they had this uh, one of those four packs that come in a single case. It's like, it's uh-huh. like they're all like four movies. It's it's like they'll have like um, it's like Arnold Schwarzenegger showcase, and it's like a bunch of his movies. They had one that was just like gritty antihero pack, and they're all Mel Gibson movies. <laughs> <laughs> but they just didn't want to say Mel Gibson pack because then nobody would buy antihero. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, and they didn't want to say antichrist, so they went with antihero. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. payback. What women want. And two other ones. It was yeah. payback, conspiracy theory, and Thund- Beyond Thunderdome. Maybe no, there weren't any Mad Max. I uh, think it was like Bird on a Wire or something goofy. I don't remember. Like but that. definitely payback and conspiracy theory were Ransom? represented. Ransom? Yes, Ransom was yeah. one. More like the anti-Semite pack. Ah, that's a better one. Ha, because he because he hates Jews, guys. He does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, he's according to Mel, Jews are responsible for all the wars in the world. Wonder who he's voting for this election. Whoa, I don't know. Should mm. we call him? Yep, let's get him on the line. I hope he's right again, Mel Gibson. <laughs> yeah. I hope he wins. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be, uh, he's just another in a long line of people that since Trump's come along, I'm like, guy's not that bad. Right. It's not Trump. Yeah. How about Are that? we actually calling Mel Gibson? No. Oh. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good fake out, though. That would have been amazing. <laughs> Get him on the horn. Is Did it- you guys hear on the, the Ringer, on their like uh, election podcast, Gave Me 1600, when we're taping, the first debate just happened, the presidential debate, and uh-huh. Trump kept talking about how nobody calls Sean Hannity. And so on their podcast, they prank called Sean Hannity. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even really a prank call. They were calling him to ask him what Trump told everyone to call him to ask him, yeah. right? And Sean Hannity hung up it's like, like immediately right hangs up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how are we supposed to call the son of a bitch if he won't talk to us? Yeah, that was a crazy moment. No one calls Sean Hannity. Right. Yeah. But Sean so, Hannity was like, come on. People yeah. call me. Don't put it that way. It's a reference of private conversation we have. It's not recorded <laughs> by anyone or witnessed by anyone else. It was after you said the opposite of it. It's like a thing at the Grammys a couple years ago. Dead Mouse put some other DJ's cell phone number on his shirt. He wore a T-shirt and it said like two one three six six four, and it was like Calvin Harris's some some other DJ who he hates cell That's phone awesome. number. <laughs> That's awesome it's and also diabolical. like the last thing in the world I would want to happen to me. Yeah, yeah. that would be awful. Yeah. Actually, I wouldn't give a shit. I don't like I don't answer my phone Just anyway. Turn off your phone. Well, like who's calling me? Number. What are we married? <laughs> answering phone calls. I do get that weird like, like Yeah, yeah, whenever my phone rings, rings, I'm like, "What? No. You could have stop." Yeah. Don't I just that. get it if it's like one of my parents I'm like, "Uh-oh. Who's Yeah, dead? I mean if my who's mom dead? If my mom calls, I'll answer, but otherwise, you might as well be like kicking my door in when you call me right that's a serious invasion <laughs> it of feels the same to me <laughs> but yeah if yeah, why are you doing this <laughs> absolutely if my parents call me on any day other than sunday i am like like brett said i'm like uh-oh who died yeah somebody died <laughs> <laughs> and i'm always right that's creepy yeah um Blessing my 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 favorite underrated franchise is the final destination franchise that's a good franchise. Just oh. wonderful. Aren't and there I'm, like I'm uh, even sure eleven of those movies now? There, um, five or six. Yeah, the first. I, I think I've only seen the first couple, but they were. They were oh man, great. they're wonderful. The uh, the fourth one's not so great. The fourth one was the one, the first one that was in 3D, which I was so excited to see because 
I mean, if any movie was meant to be in 3D, it's Final Destination, right? Because yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. it's just a gimmick, and like Final Destination is a gimmick movie. So it's just like yeah, yeah. I just wanted to see like limbs rocketing past my face <laughs> and these <laughs> hilarious contraptions, these like mouse trap things. Um, but they just never really did anything with it. Yeah, like it was just like I don't know. They just never really utilized the CGI very well. But the one after that, which is called The Final Destination, is great. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've seen that one. It's really good. The um, final. That's a. It's a, called the final destination. That titling strategy. I don't like Two it. Two E's even. The <laughs> final destination. But yeah, it's just it's a fun cartoon <laughs> about uh, people getting killed by traps. Just yeah, elaborate traps. Yeah, the the kid from Star Trek really died in a final destination kind of way. He did. Yeah, Anton Yelchin. Yeah, sad. his car rolled into. Oh, him. in real life. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like yeah, yeah. It, it was, was it, sad. Yeah, and that was. I mean, it's sad but that was the first words that came out of my mouth. I was like, that's <laughs> yeah. some Final Destination shit yeah, that yeah. happened to him. Absolutely. <laughs> we should get to comments soon. Has everyone seen Wreck? Have you seen Wreck? I, I'm aware of it. Oh, yeah. I no, I've, seen, I've seen Wreck and Wreck 2. They're good, right? I didn't like Wreck 2 so much, but I really liked Wreck. Yeah, for the listener, R-E-C. Yeah, R-E-C. it's, it's, it's what um, the movie Quarantine was a remake of Wreck. Yeah. But Wreck's yeah. a Spanish movie, I think. Yep. It's from Spain. From Spain. They Excellent. Should make, horror they should make movie. a third one just so the title can be R3C. They did make a third one. Oh. <laughs> did they do that? And they probably I, I, did uh, do that. I th- yeah. But I don't. They I don't better if. I think they're on four now. They might be. Because there's know. what they, they do the quarantine, which is in an apartment. Even the quarantine isn't a bad Quarantine's movie. Quarantine's good too, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they do that one in an apartment. Then the next one, I think, is on a plane. Well, the next quarantine was, but it was like kind of like a. Direct I, to Redbox. I think the next wreck was <laughs> no. The second wreck was the same night at oh, the same apartment it? building. It's just a team of SWAT, uh, SWAT team goes in. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they introduce this weird supernatural element that I do. You remember that? Yeah, it's yeah. like really about demon possession. Yeah, which was yeah, a huge yeah, bummer. Right, but it's still really cool. The first one I will absolutely defend. Yeah, it's a really yeah. cool movie. The first wreck. I don't remember. Is it? I think it's one of the American versions where the, the one where the with the plane when they land they're like look they're like close to Vegas. So I'm like, is is quarantine gonna happen in Vegas next? <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. All be movies planned. on a plane land require the, yeah. Act Three climax to happen, landing on the strip. Con Air, yeah, Con Air, which is the only one I can think of. But I'm uh, sure they're <laughs> honeymoon in Vegas. But I mean, uh, honey, I blew up the kid. Sure, yeah, Vegas. Agreed. <laughs> that um, is true. Agreed. The most recent Jason Bourne. Yes, Vegas. that's true. Should we uh, get to comments? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have to... You know, mm. it's a big world out there. Mm. It's easy to feel like the things you say don't matter. And I want you to know that's not even completely true. We call this segment Your Voice Matters. It's semi-accurate. Where we read your stupid fucking comments from the past few shows. And respond to them personally. 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 Faded opera. That was very tender. It was. Do yeah. we have voicemails? Yes, you can call the voicemail line at 5053 Unpops. That's 505 386 386 7677. That's good. That's good. It. We don't have yeah. that hanging up on the wall anymore. Yeah. We when, that that. when you do a red phone in the studio rings, it's like the president's <laughs> nuclear thing. Yeah, we'll just yeah, put it in the great. center of the table here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a real phone. That would be. Just write the number on the mirror in lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That would be pretty great. Here we go. Let's listen to voicemails. 
guys, this is Kate. I have something I can't figure out. Mm-hmm. Is Alex Schmidt really as nice a dude as he seems? And if so, how does he spend so much time with the rest of y'all and it doesn't rub off on him? So that's my question because he seems like a really nice dude. But he's friends with y'all. So something's a little shady. Yeah. So the question is why you guys don't rub off on Alex? Yeah, yeah to, to well, I think you're one of those guys also, Tom. I don't want to harp on it. We all work together. The first part of the question, no, Alex is a monster. Yeah. Yeah. And the second part is I've been alive for hundreds of years. Yeah. So if I was yeah. going to change at this point, it's not. Yeah. 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 No, Alex. I'm centuries old. Yes. Alex is very nice. One of the <laughs> nicest people. His papery wings. And uh, I don't know how we don't rub off on him. Probably just, uh, I don't know. How do we not jade you, Alex? <laughs> Is that the right word? I don't know. I yeah, don't know. I guess. that's a weird question. Like, how do, is she calling us all assholes? It's a it's a very nice group at uh at the old podcast, <laughs> and uh, I think I think you know people being being abrasive and fun is just a uh, part of part of the bit. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think she's mistaken. It's just what we do here. Yeah, yep. and I appreciate. It. Thank you very much. All of these personalities you're hearing are manufactured. We're nothing. Yeah. We're nothing yeah. like you think we are. I'm hundreds of years old and British. Uh, a lot of people don't know that. <laughs> yeah, this is like a lot like The Wire. If you talk to us outside the podcast, all British. All yeah. British. <laughs> it would be very jarring if you watched a I series. I actually have a Baltimore accent outside of the podcast. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you're British, which is strange. Yeah. I don't know where you picked that up. Yeah. I'm actually, I'm watching Baltimore. Band of Brothers right now. I know I'm way behind, but it's, yeah. it's packed with great British actors. A yeah. lot oh, of really? really good, like like. There's also there's cameos by people who got a lot more famous way later, but they're playing American soldiers. So like James McAvoy's hanging out, Simon Pegg's hanging out, Damian Lewis is the main character. Yeah. He's British, like Ron it's just a bunch of British guys. <laughs> right. And Ron Livingston, Downton yeah. Abbey's Ron Livingston, just yeah, <laughs> just pretending to be Midwesterners, but they're so British. It's great. Do we have any more voicemails? Would you like another one? Yeah, let's do one more. Okay. And then we should get out of here. We're going to record another. Hey, just wondering for Adam or the guests, what was the quickest you left a movie theater or stopped a film that you were watching and why? Love the show. Thank you. Genocide. Genocide. <laughs> Genocide, indeed. I know off the top of my head. Yeah, okay. Yeah, go. What is yeah, it? Um, the quickest I've stopped a movie was I wa- I was I started watching Transformers Age of Extinction <laughs> and I stopped it before it even got out of the prologue. Wow. Oh, like it showed the dinosaurs and it yeah. showed the explosion and I stopped the movie. I was like, I'm done. I don't I don't need this. I don't need this memory. Yeah. I don't what was yours? Alex? Well, our I can't remember exactly, but our our line of work has presented me with that and with Suicide Squad and with Swiss Army Man, all of which I would have walked out of if I didn't feel professionally obligated to see the entire Swiss movie. Army Man was good. I not? couldn't stand it. No. <laughs> I really didn't care for it. I, it, was, it, it probably wasn't for me, but it, I, it was whimsy past all possibility. There's it was also so a, a lot of farting in the first act of that movie. Like oh, I would have been. Oh, not that. just the first act. The oh, first, baby. I mean, I mean, throughout <laughs> it, but like the first thirty minutes, especially, is basically just one long fart sound. Yeah, I would have walked Which out is, of that movie at jarring. the point where they show you the title "Swiss Army Man" because it's <laughs> happening over Paul Dano joyously riding, farting Daniel Radcliffe on the waves like he's a wave runner. He's like, oh, farting yeah, I'm at, out. Yeah. Uh, over, over like crazy music and after like a couple of minutes of him trying to hang himself, which wasn't that pleasant anyway. 
I would I would have left that immediately. That yeah. sounds awful. Yeah. I just remembered this French movie, and I can't remember the title of it, but um, it's like a little bit in. It's like maybe still in the first act. There's a scene that comes out of nowhere where this uh, you don't realize it's happening, but this guy just really graphically cuts his own throat, oh. and it comes out oh. of nowhere. <laughs> and it's like, Yikes. I need to look this up. But oh, that's yeah. like one of the more jarring movie-going yeah. experiences I could think because it was completely unexpected. It would not been set up at all by the previous content of the film. There's also there's one other one I I would have left if I wasn't with my entire family. But we went to the movies to see. I think it was called The Flying Scotsman. It was just like a nice movie about a guy who's a bicyclist, and my aunt is into that. And then it wasn't playing, and so we were just like, okay, Audible. What do we show, Grandma? Like, what are we gonna see? And we saw this movie called Georgia Rule. Have you ever seen Georgia Rule? I've heard of Georgia Rule? It's a movie no. with Jane Fonda and Lindsay Lohan and a couple other people. Oh no! And oh yeah! It's a movie where <laughs> I'm just watching this among my entire family, and then halfway through Lindsay Lohan sitting with Dermot Mulroney and she was like I was sexually abused as a teenager many 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 times and I was like oh man oh, hey <laughs> hey everyone in my family oh I, I want to leave okay like until then it was a Gary Marshall movie and then hard right turn into sexual abuse and I was like oh well the, the Schmitz are having a time of this one <laughs> tell you what it's a fun, that, fun Thanksgiving <laughs> that sounds pretty great I don't think I I really have any like I walked out of a movie called Deception once but it was like I was it was like 85 I was like 9 years old hmm. didn't cuz I'm really old but it didn't like no one's even heard of that movie it was just a shitty movie but I normally I can stick it out when I go see a movie like I've never seen Swiss Army Man it sounds yeah. like I'm not a fart humor guy I can't do it and I feel like I would have been turned off right away by that it it's gotten much better reviews than I would give it it's uh, there. I think it's for a group of people who are not me. Schmitty the clam. Don't trust you. It's fine. I'm a shoot. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but and also like walking out, you have to convince your group to do it. I think it's, so. That yeah, can be kind of a barrier to it. It's tough to walk out of a theater for me yeah. anyway. Because once I'm there, I'm like, well, I'm committed. I blocked out this time. Yeah. Let's watch this piece of shit. <laughs> oh, I was at a movie with a girl once. This was a long time ago. And her what? Her mom, I know, I know. Her mom showed up to come to the movie with us, and her mom was really drunk. Hey. So about fifteen minutes into the, and her mom was just like talking at the how, how how old were you? Um, I was in my early twenties. Oh, okay. So you were both adults. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, her mom showed up to just like come to this movie with us unexpectedly, uh. and she's completely hammered and acting crazy. <laughs> and at one point, uh, this girl I was with goes, uh, "Let's go out and get uh, popcorn." And I'm like, "All right, let's go out and get popcorn." We get out there, and she goes, "We're leaving. <laughs> we're just leaving her at this movie." <laughs> what and movie was it? Oh my! Do you remember? No, I, I don't want, remember because we watched been, it for like fifteen uh, minutes. Well, I want it to have been like an amazing movie, or like, yeah, I don't or it like I, it was a Will Smith. I want to say it was Men in Black. Oh yeah, yeah it was Men in Black. So yeah, yeah you, okay. missed you missed it. You missed. Yeah. Really missed out. I wish I could have stayed. <laughs> I, I definitely went back. I was and I it. was really hoping for something like The Peacemaker. It's <laughs> <laughs> the English Patient. Weirdly, <laughs> no, yeah, it was uh, Men in Black, and yeah, like fifteen yeah. minutes in, she was like, "We're getting the fuck out of here," and I thought. I just thought it was the funniest thing because <laughs> her mom was being weird. Yeah. Leave her there. <laughs> and this was way, 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 way before Uber. So uh, <laughs> that was probably an expensive cab ride home. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We should probably get out of here because we have to record one more thing. And 
there's people waiting. Cool. I do. Um, yeah. I I forgot to do this on the last podcast, so the the birth date has already passed. But Justin Freiberg had his birthday on the twenty second. He's a big fan of ours. Hey, Justin. And uh, his wife asked if we could say happy birthday to him, and I said, sure, why not? We'll say oh, you owe me five thousand dollars now. <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll, get, we'll we'll give him a we'll give him a happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> 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 there it is. There's your happy birthday. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> well, it was the 22nd, so we missed it anyway. I actually tried to oh, do it man. last week, and I couldn't find the email, and I panicked and just said the wrong name <laughs> entirely. Just, so what? Had to just like the first name that came to your mind. <laughs> yeah, I had to cut it. Out. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry Jones. No, yeah. the guy who owns the Dallas Cowboys. No, that's not him. I mean, he wouldn't want a happy birthday from our old studio. Would have been a cramped happy yeah. birthday, yeah. and, and with some like yeah. like body odor with it, and yeah, it would have been this disin- a good one. It would have been disingenuous. Yeah. And he yeah. would have he would have been able to hear that in our voices. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, we should get out of here. Do we have anything to plug? We have shows. Yeah, shows. We do. October, we're coming to you. We're coming to you, October sixth. Provided you live in one of five places. Yes. <laughs> Provided you live in a tight area in the Midwest. Chicago, October sixth. Iowa City, October seventh. Omaha, October 8th, Kansas, Kansas City, City, October 9th, Denver, October 10th. That's two whole time zones. We are Whoa. time traveling. We're, yeah, we're time traveling, basically. In a yeah. bus. Unpops.com slash tour. The best way to time travel. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're on a lot of fucking buses. <laughs> a fucking bus. On that tour. Yeah, because we want to see you, the people. Yeah. The people. We, we want to see, see all the yeah. Justin Freibergs. Yeah. Like, and we want to see some like fields. Yeah. I know? think that was his and, name. Uh, and some fields. Stops and things like that. Yeah, it'll be great. You it's know, stuff be... you see from buses. Yeah, yeah. Buses that are traveling at like one in the morning. We're going to be <laughs> dead on those buses. Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be, be a real nightmare. Best. I'm glad we're I'm going to slumber like a baby. <laughs> uh, do we have anything else to plug? Anyone? Hmm? Hmm? There's a couple shows after that, right? Hmm? 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 Yeah, yeah. We have uh, Minneapolis, the 21st and 22nd, and Sioux Falls, the 23rd. Yeah. And then there's another big one that we can't announce yet. That's true. Very exciting. Yeah. Oh and no, should... and we, but we also booked uh, Portland for December. December I want to say the fourteenth ish. Fourteenth, <laughs> I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are all on our website, though. And also, and you tour. folks should see uh, Portugal the Man on tour with Adam opening for them. Yeah. It's yeah. at the end of October, right? Yeah, what October twenty cool fifth through November eleventh. I'm out on tour with them. Damn. Going to places I've never seen, like Athens, Georgia, Raleigh, North Carolina. Been to both of those places. Cincinnati. Oh, going to get some skyline chili and some <laughs> deeply institutionalized racism. Very racist. City. Fine, fine. Very, slice, very, a lot fine of racial, slice of Americana. Yeah. A lot of racial tension in Cincinnati. Wish you could order it without the racism. Yeah. <laughs> Just enjoy the chili. Uh, you cannot. The chili's awful without yeah. the racism. And if you're and if you're a listener who's not a subscribing listener, I highly encourage it. Least anticipated podcast of the week is great. Your state is insane is great. Check these things out. And uh, starting next week, we have me and Jeff May, the Monday show. Oh, and uh, we're doing a Friday show called Fightcast. Fightcast, scary. Mm. Yeah, what's me. it about? Uh, it's it's going to be uh, people settling disputes and arguments live on the air. The first one is <laughs> me and Quincy Johnson arguing about Michael Jackson and Prince. Oh, okay. 
That's the plan. I haven't asked Quincy yet. I guess I just did that on the podcast <laughs> yeah. right now. When you said Fightcast, I didn't know if it would be something like that or like a like, boxing MMA kind of thing. Yeah, no, you know, we're going like, to fight. Or like, well, yeah, when you, you just show up and I just beat the <laughs> shit out of you. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be a lot of meat sounds. I also thought when, when you said it's going to be settling arguments, I thought you me- I thought you might mean like actual like personal disputes. Yeah. Right. Like, you got some shit to bury Dude, here. Hey, that should be, I mean, yeah. that should be some weeks. We're going to have to have HR here. No, yeah, we've done that. We did that on our 100th episode. I invited That's people true. who had legitimate gripes with me. Oh, that was yeah. Good. And me and Dave Waite had it out. <laughs> a lot of grievances. That was yeah. fun. It's like Festivus. I just saw Dave Waite the other day. It's <laughs> great. So look forward to all that next week. And uh, yeah. subscribe at connectpal.com slash unpopular opinion. Yep. Yep. Uh, all right. Let's get out of here. Say goodbye, Alex. Bye. Say goodbye, Brett. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Tom. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>